Hey there, Kai. Hey, what's up, Jeremy? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, another week, another win for both of us, huh? Indeed, indeed. They seem to come more easily and uh, more prevalently for you than they do for me, but I'll take what I can get. <laughs> yeah, I ran into Will, uh, Miller the first weekend, man. I got my ass kicked. But um, other than that, yeah, I'm looking pretty good. Right, yeah, Chris? Well, you're, looking good. <laughs> you're, you're certainly looking good this week. And you know what? I've got to tell you, I would like to uh, send out a heartfelt apology. I had some equipment issues last week. And for a man my age, that's uh, nothing to be ashamed of. But uh, we got that all fixed up, and uh, Heather's forgiven me as well. So we can roll in this week with uh, a little more confidence about uh, not hearing clicking and cutouts and whatnot from a shitty headset. <laughs> all right, man. It's all good. Shitty headsets, you know, uh, they happen, but, you know, we're good to go now. Cool, cool. All right. So uh, do you want to jump into it then? Uh, let's get into this week's matchups and what you think. Well, let's explore how we did last week first, though, shall we? Okay, perfect. Uh, with our predictions, uh, it looks like you went four and one in your predictions, and you got the, uh, the duck correct, although we both missed on the walrus, and you get a bonus point for that. Puts you at uh, five and one, and uh, I finished at three and two. I did not hit the duck. <laughs> Thank you, Chase, for pointing that out. That you were <laughs> under no circumstances going to be the duck in uh, text messages. It was appreciated, <laughs> and you were right. I was less right. I've never seen. I've never left. seen that man so happy than when he did not win the duck. <laughs> he was well, so did. happy. <laughs> Nobody wants to be the duck. He was talking so much trash. I felt so bad for Paul. <laughs> okay. Well, I uh, now I believe would be a great time to jump into the predictions for this week. Would you like to fire it up and get it started? Let's do it. Let's go uh, worldwide versus uh, AB. Okie doke. Sounds good to me. Why don't you fire off what you think about this bad boy? Okay. Uh, Miller's team, dude, it's just, it's so stacked. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, like I said, it's, it's, I'm actually really jealous of this team. Um, built for now and the future. Uh, I think AB, he got, he's two and one as well, as is Miller. But uh, AB got a little easier matchups than Miller. And so I think AB loses and uh, loses pretty handily. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you on that one. Looking at Aaron Rodgers against that weak-ass Atlanta team, as well as Joe Mixon going up against Jacksonville, I think it's his week to uh, be used in that passing game for the first time for the season, really, because they've just uh, been underusing the guy. Hasn't hasn't been that great. Seattle doesn't have a great matchup, but, uh, yeah, I definitely have that game going to Miller once again with prestige worldwide, racking up their third win of the year. Mm -hmm. Totally. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he does it pretty handily. AB's looking like he could be in the running for a duck. He's, he's got some tough, ma tough matchups going here. So, um, all right, let's go on to the next one here. Balls deep and uh, HB ballers. Okay. So, this is a rivalry that dates back to college, for those of you guys who don't know. Balls Deep scored way more tail, but uh, I've got to say I am believing that HB All-Stars and Chris... He's going to get some more revenge. One. I, I think he's definitely going to get revenge. And, you know, I am going to jump the gun here uh -huh. because as of right now, you know, this is the second time we're doing this podcast. Everybody knows that we dropped this thing on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. 
And for me to see two running backs on a starting squad where the game has been postponed and a bye week presented early for those squads, I'm just calling balls deep. You're a donkey. And you know what? You're going to make the transformation from donkey to duck this week just because I don't like this. I don't like looking at this lineup at all. Period. That's the duck. Okay. That's Jeremy's duck. Uh, I think you, it's, you know, it's going to be hard. If, if both, if that game's canceled, yeah, he's screwed. He's screwed. He's definitely going to be the duck. Uh, this could be, you know, like you said, he got a little more tail in college. So this could be revenge of the nerds here. You know, uh, Chris, you know, he could lay it on a pretty, pretty heavy. So uh, we'll see kind of what happens here. But uh, if that game's canceled, he's definitely the duck. Uh, it is canceled and he's the duck just because, because of the lineup situation. <laughs> At least put some people in there, bro. Come on. Bro. Come on, man. Come on. All right. So uh, next thing. So just buck in and uh, taste the kittles. Why don't you take this one first? Okay. So on my uh, little sheet here, I have actually an apology to Chase once again. <laughs> I have Chase winning this one. I, so I – do have Chase the Kittles grabbing their second win of the year in what is actually slated to be a significant upset here because of the just whatever the this these silly folks put up here. But I'm looking at these matchups and I, I actually kind of like them. I'm seeing a, a Julian Edelman going against a, a really weak defense uh, in Kansas City against the pass. I think it, he's uh, he's getting some dump offs over the middle, quite a few of them. Robert Woods, I think it's a big week for him against the New York Giants. And, again, I love everybody playing in Cincinnati against Jacksonville. They're having trouble stopping people. And I just I'm, – I'm feeling it this week for you, Chase. I really am. And you're going to, in my opinion, have an upset win. You know, I'm looking at this thing, too. I mean, I had to say, Danny, Danny boy, you pulled up a really, really good trade, a big balls trade, which we love big ball trades over here. Um, however – Michael Thomas is out. Uh, let's see who he's got as maybe he throws in Robbie Anderson there. That's probably his best backup. And uh, I don't know. I'm just not a really big believer of Montgomery or Henderson right now. You know, uh, he did pick up Devonte Parker for me. Uh, so who knows? Maybe Parker starts going off, but I just, I got to give it, I got to give it to, to Kittles as well. I got to give it to, I got to give it to Kittles. So, uh, but when this team gets healthy, just bucking around is going to be real, real fierce. So he's going to be someone, if he gets into the playoffs, he's going to be, he's going to be stacked. He's going to be real stacked. Yep. I can, I can definitely agree with that. He's, he's definitely got a strong team and um, I'm thinking he bounces back uh, in week five after his unfortunate four upset. It's a, it's a trap game for him. He's looking past. He's just, he's, he's looking forward to the next game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So let's go to uh, my team and Ramrod. Okay. Uh, well, in the interest of fairness, I, I will take the one that involves your team first. Here. Okay. So uh, it's it's unfortunate here because I'm seeing some pretty decent matchups here for Team Ramrod, especially when it comes to that Baltimore defense against Washington. I snuck in last week and snagged the Cleveland defense when they were playing against the uh, Washington football team. And, and I got to say, it paid off really well. Anybody playing against that defense is going to be pretty solid. Or I'm sorry, anybody playing that defense against the offense is going to be pretty solid. So 
that said, I think they're going to put up a valiant effort, and I would absolutely love to tell you right here and now that I sincerely believe that you will get ramrodded. Oh. I unfortunately do not think that's going to be the case, and I, I predict a, a relatively close win in this particular matchup for you. Yeah, I'm looking at his team, too. It looks pretty good. looks pretty scary. Um, I'm, however, I don't believe in Javaris Landry. I think they, they just don't like throwing the ball in Cleveland for some reason. Uh, Michael Gallup, he had a big week last week, but it's that's also a weird offense as far as the receivers go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a big week. He's had under 20 points last two weeks, so I think Lamar is going to be popping it to about 35. Maybe he has a 40-burger. Um, and we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens. I think I, like I said, I think I do have a close win. Hopefully no fan goes off against the jets. They suck. Um, but yeah, I think it is going to be close, but it's, you know, he's definitely, he's got a good team and especially the team he inherited. I got to give it to Ramrod. He's actually put together a very, very competitive squad. And, um, yeah, we got to give him, uh, give him kudos for that. Okie doke. I, uh, think we can move on to the next one and, in order to share the love, I will let you start since this particular matchup involves my uh, I don't think this one's going to be close. don't think this one's going to be close at all. Not because uh, lack of uh, talent. It's just because lack of talent that's uh, hurt. So poor Papa, he has he has really taken it up the ass this year. Real bad with injuries. So uh, he has Adrian Peterson rolling. Uh, he's got Jonathan Taylor rolling for his running backs. And he's got... He's got Cooks, Shark, T. I mean, I think I think this is a blowout and um, quackity quack quack. I think he's going to be the duck. Wow, early duck call. Early there. duck. Wow. Okay. Two early duck calls prior to even revisiting the uh, duck versus walrus segment of the show. So <laughs> I'm feeling it here. I, I got to say, I'm I'm currently reaching very very far behind my back to pat it for my holding on to Josh Allen. I thought it was a mistake coming into the year. I was kicking myself for not holding on to Allen Robinson and holding on to the other Allen, who is Josh. But I'm feeling pretty pretty, pretty darn good about that right now. Oh, you got to be fucking jazzed. And you got to be fucking jazzed. You hold on to Josh Allen. He looks like a legit, like, big balls uh, breakout of the year. He could very well be. I mean, if, if it weren't for the fact that Russell Wilson is looking at potentially setting numerous different passing records. I, I think he would definitely be in the conversation for an MVP situation. We'll see how that goes out, though. That's uh, We don't want to put any Hall of Fame jerseys on anybody just yet. But I'm, I'm inclined to, to think that I, I'm, I'm looking at a W here. I've got a couple of placeholders in my lineup, and I may swap that around a little bit based on the uh, situation going on at Buffalo with uh john brown i picked up gabriel davis to, to get in there but i did the I, I i did something similar to what i did last week which was um i picked up the denver broncos on the waiver wire and i'm, I'm feeling really good about that considering that everybody knows the name of the best defense in the nfl happens to be whoever is playing the new york jets so i'm feeling good about tonight's game and that and i actually get to watch that game and root for something other than complete and utter mediocrity <laughs> uh it's gonna be good that's gonna be a good game tonight so um yeah so i think okay let's get down to then so we have the matchups let's get to who's gonna be the duck and who's gonna be walrus we've already done the, the duck i chose papa yep. 
duck and walrus. Yep. So just the walrus. Yeah, just the walrus. Okay. Uh, I gotta, I gotta go with Miller again, man. Every single time I should click on his team, you know, it's just so good. You know, it's just every single, every single category is great. It's, it's all gonna be on Joe Mixon though. I think Joe Mixon, if there's ever a time he's gonna start getting off, it's gonna be against Jacksonville. So, um, you know, hopefully he can score around 20 points. And if he does that, I think, I think he has it pretty easy. Okay. Uh, I can, I can feel that. Now, the one thing that uh, I'm going to add a caveat to my walrus okay. situation here. So right now I am seeing that you are starting the new England Patriots defense against Kansas city, who happens to be playing at home as a six and a half point favorite. So I'm feeling like that may be something that would need to change. So I'm going to add, I'm going to say that you are going to be the walrus this week, predicated with an asterisk (laughs) on somebody coming up and replacing that New England Patriots defense because they could get absolutely shredded, especially after watching what that magician in the form of Patrick Mahomes did to the vaunted Baltimore Ravens defense by having his way with him, uh, with them rather, as if he slipped them a collective roofie. Yeah, you know, yeah, I got, I got some work to do. I got, I'm already looking over the defenses. None that I really like right now, but I'll definitely get someone else in there because, uh, yeah, I don't want anything to do with Patrick Mahomes. That's one bamf, if you know what I'm saying. So, um, yeah. Cool. Let's so let's get to the uh, let's get to the waiver. Wow, we've been busy this week. We've been real busy. Um, we got a lot of trades. Yeah, we got a lot of trades that happen. We got a lot of pickups. First AB man, he's he's feeling scared. Look at this. Look at all the moves he's made. Holy smoke! I like it though. I like the fact that he's active. Um, he's playing Ryan Fitzpatrick, so he's picked up all those guys. That's good. I had a trade with uh, with Dan the Man. I gave him. I uh, threw up Parker and he gave me a draft pick. We have team Ramrod. He picked up uh, old man Graham for 10 bucks. Uh, we have team J rock. He's done a lot of, a lot of damage here as well. Gabriel Davis, Denver Broncos. Uh, let's see. Got Greg Olson over here for Kittles. That's pretty nice. He needs a tight end. Gronk looks like, looks like hell. And then we have a really big trade that went down, uh, which was, the uh, Cooper Cup, Nick Chubb for, uh, or excuse me, Cooper Cup and Nick Chubb for Michael Thomas and David Montgomery. That was a big one. So I love seeing trades like that. Shows these guys have balls. They're not pussyfooting around. And uh, it's always good to see the big names go. Um, I I don't know. What why don't we start on that? What 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 what? Who do you think won that trade? And uh, what do you think about that trade? Okay. Well, in, I, in analyzing the trade, I, I think it was actually a – I think it was a pretty fair trade across the board. I like that it feels to me as if both guys are, are looking at the future. I think that the side that got Michael Thomas is looking – three, four weeks down the road at a, at, a, at a playoff run. And I feel like that's strong as well as David Montgomery. David Montgomery's pretty underrated, especially since uh, Tariq Cohen went down for the year. I think that he's going to see a lot more work in the passing game because of that. I, I, I like Cooper cup as well. We talked about him last week, his, 
ability to get himself more integrated into that offense is I feel like it's, it's going to help out. And I think the emergence of Daryl Henderson is certainly going to open up some passing lanes because it appears that the defenses have not necessarily been respecting the Rams run, run game. And Daryl Henderson has really taken advantage of that. Nick Chubb just goes without saying that the guy is an animal, mm -hmm. but not really utilized in the passing game. So in a PPR league, he may be a little undervalued, but that could very well change next year because of the fact that we're likely to see Kareem Hunt get uh, another contract with another team going forward, because I just don't think that Cleveland's going to be willing to pay him. So next year, Chubb could be definitely a lot more involved in the passing game. So it's a really nice dynasty play, I think, for both guys. Uh, they, the Browns signed Hunt uh, to two years this summer. Yes, but th that, that means he becomes a restricted free agent next year. Okay, so it's a restricted free agent deal, so it's not too solid. Yeah, the, the last year of a contract, uh, they become a restricted free agent. Even though they do it as a two-year contract, it, it means that basically the, the first year is the one that they stay in. At least I, be I believe that to be the case. Okay. Yeah, I love Chubb. Uh, you know, the only thing that's holding him back is, you know, is more touches because of Cream Hunt. So, um, if you got you got to think that someone's going to make a really good offer for Cream Hunt. You know, you just have to think that. So, I think that's a good play. He's one of the best backs in the league. Cooper Cup, he's my boy. I love Cooper Cup. I love those wide, uh, white, wide receivers. Love him. Um, Michael Thomas, he's a bad man. He's a real, real bad man. Maybe arguably the best fantasy player in football when healthy. Um, he's going to get healthy and he's going to, you know, I think Drew Brees will get on track with him. David Montgomery, this guy's hard for me. This guy's real hard for me. I think he's, oh man, I don't know. He's so iffy week to week. I know the Cohen thing. I know all that, but he just doesn't, he just doesn't seem like he has it. You know what I mean? Like you watch him run, you watch him, you know, do everything on the field. And it's like the exact opposite how how you think when you see Jack King. When you see Jack King, he has a good feel for the game, and he's a young player. And you know, you're like, okay, this guy can be good. Dave Montgomery is like, man, this guy looks like he's terrible. Like he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Um, he is going to get opportunities, but I, I think ultimately it was going to be it's going to end up being a two for one, uh, Cup and Chubb for Michael Thomas, and we'll look back on it as that. What do you think about that? Well. I'm interested to see how that offense in Chicago evolves now that we're looking at a situation where Tariq Cohen is out and Mitch Trubisky is out. And now we've got Nick Foles at the helm rocking that sweet blackout visor as if he was just <laughs> this white Christian Chicago dwelling. And I, I think that realistically there, there could be an evolution of that offense. So, I understand there's some hesitation for you about David Montgomery, but I think realistically we need to see how that evolves because we, we could see an offense that looks significantly different with the absence of those two pieces and the addition of the one. Okay. What about, what about Dan, the man's second trade Parker for a first round pick with me? Well, I have to congratulate you for finally getting your ass off of Parker. You've been shopping him around like crazy. It's uh yeah, it's it's like it's like someone looking through the internet for mortgage opportunities. Just, I hate just that fucker. Around, I hate that around, fucker. I know. I don't even know why you picked him up, dude. The, the hate <laughs> even came through in your trade proposals. <laughs> You're like, just give me anything. At first, it was, oh, I want this, and I want this, and I want this. And it's like, 
you're looking at these trade proposals that are, I'm looking, I, I actually have to turn my head like a dog when I'm looking at it as if, no, that doesn't even make any kind of sense at all. And eventually you found a taker for him. We'll see. I, I think that it's going to be really interesting with COVID, what these first round draft picks look like, how much experience they have and how the preseason is going to look next year. Because who knows, right? I'm still looking at this, this last third week, almost as the final week of preseason. And now we're seeing teams evolve. We're seeing the pieces fall into place. So I'm really interested to see. I don't think it's a bad trade. Devontae Parker's been a little dinged up. And frankly, he could be a big help for somebody this year based on the fact that Fitzmagic is rounding into form. And he's playing this week against a Seattle team that gives up points to wide receivers and quarterbacks like crazy. So that could be a big that, that could be a big one for him this week. And Going forward, who knows? Maybe the uh, maybe the progression is real. He started off the as a, he started off basically coming out as a highly touted rookie, turned into a serious disappointment, and then, like the Phoenix, seems to have risen from the ashes. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see. It's a good, definitely a good gamble on his part. That's what I think. Um, you know, if if Devonte Parker ends up being like Devonte Parker last year, he obviously I obviously got raped, but. Uh, we'll see. I don't really believe in Fitz magic. I think he's going to have one of those games where he's going to throw six interceptions or something. And then, and then, uh, Teo is going to come in and then what's the chemistry going to be like between him and Teo? You know, that's really the key. So I'm not sure. I'm not willing to wait around and see what happens with that. So I'd rather take my chances with, with the draft pick. That's my thought. Um, but you know, I could totally, totally shit the bed if I draft the wrong guy next year and I actually got nothing for him. So that's quite a possibility. So um, I do like a couple acquisitions, though. I do like Ramrod's acquisition of Jimmy Graham. I think, uh, I think old man Jimmy, he had 10 targets last week. They look like Nick Foles' BFF. So as Nick Foles gets used to the offense, I think Jimmy's going uh, to be a safety blanket, which is, I think, a pretty good pickup. Uh, what else here? Uh, Taste the Kittles. He got Greg Olson. Um, Greg Olson, you know, he had six targets, you know, he got 11 points. He got, you know, another 12 points in week one. He could, you know, Russell Wilson looks, looks dangerous. So who knows? If Russell Wilson keeps throwing five touchdowns a game. Then Greg Olson's definitely going to be a great pickup. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I have to say about that. I like grandpa a lot in this situation. I, I think that he really did seem to have a, a great chemistry right out of the blocks with Foles. So I think that's going to be great. And I, what I really like is not not an individual move that uh, Andy made, but I just I, – I want to congratulate him. Okay, so he drafted one defense – he picked up one defense off the waiver wire, but he also acquired four other players, <laughs> all of whom are white. How do you grab four <laughs> players in the NFL and make them all white? That's just impressive. I mean, that's, it almost seems random, but my gosh, Andy, uh, I'm, 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 is there I'm something for you? Just remember, dudes, is there something stand you down and stand by? All right, bro. There might be something he's not telling us. <laughs> you it's won't possible. see him. It's, it's, it's certainly, certainly possible. You can share that on a Slack thread if, uh, if his motivations are, are true or uh, or I'm just uh, talking smoke out my ass. Yeah, it looks like you won't see him at a BLM rally anytime soon. So It, it appears not. 
<laughs> All right, let's go on a little betting. What do you? What do you? What's your picks for this week? All right, let's keep it short and sweet because we're uh, we're running up on minute twenty five of the podcast here. So, I really like the Bears plus three at home. I know they seem like a complete shit show, yet are somehow three and zero, and they are a home dog. And home dogs have a tendency of performing. I really, really like the um, Seahawks Dolphins over. I just think that between the two of them, they may together be able to scrap together one pass defense. So I think that ultimately we're going to see that go over to 54. And I really like Tampa. Tampa minus seven at home in an early game. Ultimately, we see these West Coast teams travel and they have that 10 o'clock Pacific time game. It's just with that time difference, they seem to underperform every single time. So I like Tampa with the GOAT minus the seven. And if you want to parlay them, I'd be comfortable with that as well. Heck, even if you want a round-robin parlay them, go for it. I like them all. Okay, I'll I'll go. I'll keep it short and sweet. I like my Broncos over the Jets. They're plus one. Uh, I like Arizona, which is negative 3.5 over the Carolina Panthers. And I like the Seattle Seahawks negative uh, seven over the Miami Dolphins. I parlayed them, spent 10 bucks, could win 65. That is my bet of the week. So Broncos, Cardinals, Seahawks parlayed. Okay. That's my. Okay. I like it. You want to, you want to put this puppy to bed? Let's guys? do it. It was fun as always. All right. And by the way, yes. Go as you no, you go ahead. You start at the end. Go well, as you said last week, Tim, suck a dick. <laughs> well, I, I was going to repeat myself, but uh, Papa, good luck to everybody but you, <laughs> you stupid chump, and I'll see you tomorrow at golf. Right. Have a great one, guys. Good All luck. Right, next week. Bye.